0: Alright, how you doing?
1: Hello, Sari, how are you doing today?
0: Ah, pretty good, Sen, thanks.
1: <laughs> awesome. Um, so I guess we should go ahead and hit them with the intro.
0: hmm
1: So, you are listening to Lonely People, a friendship podcast by Sen and... Sari. Yes. Um, t- today's topic is sh- just showing up.
0: Okay. So... Basically, we're talking about, well, there's, there's a, everyone knows there's kind of a friendship, loneliness epidemic these days, and since we have friends, and our life is relatively good, we're just talking about that, and so this week we were thinking, one important part of friendship is showing up. You just have to show up to have friends, and I know that sounds silly, but it's something you should really do, so we were going to expound on that.
1: Yeah, um. So for a lot of individuals, so I personally identify as more on the extroverted side of things, I believe Sari also identifies as being more on the introverted side, um, but you know, it's all kind of in a spectrum, but whether or not you identify more on the extroverted side or most, or on the introverted side, one of the things that's common for everyone is that we have to show up, um, and showing up means not only just showing up to events or showing up to things, but showing up for your friends in general. Um, So how do we kind of overcome this obstacle that we're experiencing of showing up? How do we go about that process?
0: Exactly. Very good. Um, So we can both go through our personal experiences, like how this has affected our lives and and stuff. But then just kind of generally before we do that, it's good advice. A lot of people don't have a lot of close friends or don't, don't have social opportunities they'd like to. And even though it sounds really simple, the truth is to do something, you have to be there. And so whatever it is you want to do or whatever it is you're passionate about, or the type of people you want to be friends with, go to those places, do those things, show up. And then if you already have friends or acquaintances or whatever, you're not going to develop the friendship any more than it already is unless you continue attending things and be around those people. So, yes, that's the advice. Uh, we can We can jump into personal experiences. Honestly, Sen has more personal experiences with this than I do because I am deeply introverted and still making an effort to show up, but I do try.
1: Yeah, so a little bit about me is that I just re- me and Sari used to be the bestest of roommates and friends, well we're still the bestest of friends, but we used to be roommates as well until I picked up and moved all the way across the country, really, um, so I live in the northern states now and I have to kind of remake my friend group. I moved here not knowing anyone. Um so it's definitely been an interesting experience for me just having to learn how to go and make new friends in a new environment. It's cool in a sense because like I get to like reimagine my personality and like choose to be a whole new character if I wanted to, but I choose not to. Like I'm pretty content with the personality that God gave me kind of thing. Um But, on the other hand, it is moving to a new city and moving to a new state, there's a lot of social expectations and things that you don't really know about, everyone has these established friend groups, Um, and you kind of, it can really, it can become really easy to find yourself isolated and lonely, just because it's so nerve-wracking trying to figure out how to go about this whole process again. Um, me and Sari kind of experienced this when we first moved from like our own hometowns and met each other in college. Because you're going to this whole new environment where you don't really know anyone and like I think for me I would say college is a little bit easier because you're the group of new people who don't know each other. This is when you move to a new city. And like there's people who've lived there their whole lives and like they have these established um friendships and like people in their lives. Um, so like for me on the being on the more extroverted side of things, like I found out the easiest way to go into this new city and approach making friends in this place um, was kind of taking back from taking back and going back to the things I did from when I was back at home. So like back at home I was a dancer. I went to all the dance community things. I did swing, I did salsa, bachata, kizomba the whole lot of them. Um and I just decided that when I got to Pittsburgh that I was going to continue doing them. And like don't get me wrong, when I was in back was back with Sarah, like I did those events all the time, um, and like it was kind of obsessive, so I decided to tone that tone that down a lot just to focus on like being there and being present, also toning back down to just instead of like being on the floor dancing all the time and like doing all these things, just like sitting off on the sidelines and talking to people, like even like when I'm in my most introverted states. I'm, like, really scared in a new environment. I don't know anyone. I don't know who to talk to. It's like the saying goes, like, the extrovert will find you. Um, So someone who's extrovert in the group will just, like, come sit down next to me mean, just start talking because they realize there's someone new there. Like, even then, like, showing up to those events, like, not even the same, like, organizers are holding the events. Having Pittsburgh is a, a big city, but small enough. The dance communities are small enough you get to see the same faces over and over and over again. So, like, me going to my first um, dance event versus my second dance event, there's familiar faces, and I got to recognize them and start saying hi to them, and then, like, beginning to grow and foster a relationship. Um, So, like, me just showing up meant just going, like, overcoming this, like, social anxiety of, like, going to a dance event where, like, there's potentially cliques and people I don't know. I'm really just being there and being present, and like not even having to talk to anyone, they'll they'll find you, they'll talk to you, but just showing up, just continuously deciding, like, I'm going to go, like, put myself out there, even though I'm super tired from work and I really don't want to go outside, because um, it's freezing, um, but just showing up and, like, approaching it from that way. Um, that's my perspective on showing up. I know Sarah has her own perspective from the more introverted side of things i'm really curious to see what she has to say too
0: yeah i honestly probably learned a lot of this from sen in our friend group because we had a pretty good little friend group who like we were active and we did things personally i was not amazing at it but yes kind of same i came to college and what well, came as a transfer so everyone was not new which made it even harder to like get to know people and then i was a girl and a guy dominated field which is it's okay but People are a little intimidated to talk to the girls when there's not very many of them so that makes things weird too but anyways i did find a couple things like i made an effort to find something that i knew i'd be willing to go to like at an honor society which is a dorky place to find people but at least it's something that's every other week and it's something that we all have in common and will continue to be fun to some degree so i found things like that i probably tried like eight or nine organizations and only two of them stuck I had friends who did like 10 things a week, but somehow I couldn't figure it out. Anyways, so I did that for a while. And I saw the same people here and there, which was kind of good because that made me like school friends. And then if you see the same people at, at Honor Society and then you see them in class and then you see them at the tutoring center, you know, you kind of get to know them. And then it makes classes a lot easier because you walk into the classroom and see someone, you know, and you can sit by somebody and that's nice. But then really when showing up became like more of a thing in my life was when I had roommates. Cause at some point I had three roommates which is kind of a lot as an introvert, but also gives you three options people to hang out with, so that's cool. Um, So whenever any one of the three of them invited me to do something, i just say yes, because I know I'm not going to do it otherwise. I'm not going to find something to do and do it. And so when they ask, I just said yes every time. Even when it was things I'm not interested in, you just go and have the best time you can, you know? And so that's not exactly showing up because I didn't initiate, but whenever someone else initiated it, I try to keep it going. And then there were some things like uh, one of my roommates had a boyfriend, and he was really nice, and he'd come around. And there were things he liked to do too, and so I tried to like encourage those things and kind of make them recurring, which is I guess kind of like showing up, because I know everybody wants to do it, but I also know everyone else is too polite to like ask, like to people to get their time. So I'm like, hey, you all want to do this, right? Yeah, let's all agree on that, and then we would do that. So that was cool, and then that kind of made a friend group which is nice, but all of that is, like, introvert speak. I suppose I mostly learned to show up when Sen came around, because every every day she was, like, doing something, or, or every other day she was doing something, going to a dance event or something, and half the time she was exhausted, and it's like, why are you going? And she's like, well, they won't ruin me if I don't go again, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's true. I hadn't thought of that, but I guess that's true. It did kind of change my perspective, because after that I started making more of an effort to, like, Attend the things that I attend, because it's true, people can't get to know you if you go once a month.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with Sarah on that point. Like, if portion of the thing of showing up is just by going to events that are, or going to things that are consistent, going to meet friends with consistently, um, just choosing to do something consistently, um, I kind of, on that note, like, I did two dance communities at the same, I was a part of two dance communities at the same time, and over time periods, I would prioritize one over the other, and, like, that would kind of hurt my friendships with people in those other communities, not even just the dance communities, but, like, my friendships as well. So if I was prioritizing dance over, like, my friends who are non-dancers, or prioritizing my non-dance friends over my dance friends, it came at risk of hurting potential friendships. Um, so, I was with Sarah, um, I decided to prioritize this putting, I d- had to kind of get a priority to hang out with these people and, like, actively go to these events. I wouldn't recommend anyone, like, going out every other day. You know, rest is needed. Sabbath it's, is it's needed. There's probably a healthy
0: middle ground between the two of us.
1: Yeah, there's a healthy middle ground, but I think healthy middle ground that we can agree upon It's just showing up Um, going to like there's people out there who do want to host things they do want to host these social gatherings Um, and if you find something that you specifically are interested in and like you choose to participate in it you're going to find people who are like minded who have the same interests as you participating in these same things it's cool when you find out people who come together under this common interest, and then you guys have similar interests after that. That helps, like, build upon those friendships. But having that stable, like, core interest, like, oh, like, we're all dancers, we're all painters, we're all Christians.
0: Yeah, um, we're all engineers.
1: Yeah, we're all engineers. Um, having that, like, one connecting point off the bat, that helps really grow any friendship. And that's, I think, something that I agree upon. Like not only just showing up, but find- showing up to something that you're really, you know, a little bit something, a little bit something about, or have an interest in.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I I don't know for everyone, but for me personally, like social anxiety is definitely a, a huge roadblock to making friends and having a community. Like I didn't have any kind of community in college until like a whole year passed, and it was just, I don't know, it was it was too hard to um to learn a new lifestyle. Which school and like classes on a big campus and then living on campus and traveling to different areas and then also to get to know people and spend time with them it was too many things to do all at once so it took me a year of like settling into life before i could get to know people um but anyway when you do decide to do that like social anxiety can be a pretty huge roadblock for me like the first couple times i went to any major organization I was probably asked at least three times by different people before I finally felt comfortable going. Because the first time somebody asks, I think to myself, like, oh, they're just tabling, or they just have flyers, or, like, they don't really want people to come. That's just their job, you know? And so you don't really think – you don't really believe it. And then after, the third person asks, like, oh, they really do want people to come. And so then you take them more seriously. And I would go then. But even then, almost always the first time I'd go there, I'd go and, like, feel really panicked because I don't know how to talk to people who I haven't already encountered. And so I would just listen the whole time. And sometimes it was interesting. Sometimes listening is a fun experience, you know. But sometimes it's not if it it's clicky or something. And then a lot of places, I I tried to always go three times to every place I went. Just like, that's like the just show up rule, you know. Go three times. If you still don't like it, don't keep going. But at least it's some kind of standard I set for myself. So I tried to do that. But a lot of places I stopped going after the third time. And then the first three times I was probably silent every single time. And then I just kind of listened in to other people. Let's see. Yeah, it was still tough though. Oh, my point there was uh, social anxiety. Yeah, like the social anxiety can definitely be rough, especially the newer the environment, the more difficult it is. If it's something you're used to, it's not so bad. But going to moving to a new town, going to college, or anything that's new, everything you do is new because you're you're somewhere where nothing is familiar. And so everything you do is going to induce some amount of anxiety, depending on who you are. But uh, that's just life. So I'd say whenever you can do it, just kind of bite the bullet and and do it. When you can't, that's okay, and rest. But when you can, do it. And then go places like three times. Talk to someone if you can. If you can't, at least listen so that when someone talks to you, you can comment on what happened while you were there. (laughs) Um, And usually there are there's an extrovert, someone who comes and talks to you, which is nice. Among engineers, there's not always <laughs> but uh, that's okay. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's challenging.
1: Yeah, and I would say, like, even from someone who, like, identifies more on the extroverted scale, it is it is hard. There is some either level of social expectations or social anxiety, like, not everyone who's, like, super bubbly is having a ball enough the time. There's some, like, Kind of as a pressure to, like, maintain a personality or, like, maintain expectations or anything like that. Um, so, like, when you are going to any of these events, like, kind of go into it as comfortably as you can. Like, if you don't want to talk the entire time, don't 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 force yourself to break out of your shell, whether that shell be, like, really recluse or really ugly, to, like, go on either side of that. Um, just because you're going to end up hating it. And you might end up hating an event that you actually really an event that you actually might have wanted, really wanted to go to or participate in mm-hmm. because you're forced yourself to do something, and now you associate the pain of having to break your shell with that event and those people. So like, you can just be as comfortable as you can those events. It is it is hard. Like I promise you, just going consistently that is like like the the winning key. Like the big 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 idea
0: the light bulb yeah Um, yeah that's good advice like to try to be as comfortable as you can because you don't want to be more quiet than you usually would be or more bubbly than you usually would be because it's hard enough to be in a new environment but then to put on a personality and do it like you can't show up if you know it's all of that pressure (laughs) just show up without all the pressure and then do what you can do like Maybe set realistic expectations, you know? Like, no, when I go here, I'm going to feel this way, and I'm going to act this way. And that's okay. However you feel and you act, just do that. And then people might treat you weird or whatever. Like, I've definitely had the experience where I go to a new thing, and people are chatting, and, like, during the coffee break or whatever, I just sit completely alone, and people think I'm weird. And I've even been, like, scolded for it many times, where people are like, you know, you came here. You could have found someone, and I was like, thanks. But (laughs) ignore them. It's fine. They just are controlling. And the truth is, if you do that, and you might have a decent time, even though you aren't talking or are talking or whatever, you can have a decent time, even if you're being different than other people, so just do what's comfortable for you, go there three times, and then at that point, you should be comfortable enough to, like, do what other people are doing and take part in stuff. And if you still don't feel that comfortable, maybe it's not for you. But if you do, then take part at that point, and then hopefully you can move past the just showing up into, like, really experiencing the thing.
1: Also, a good point here to note that when we were saying just show up, and we, I think we should clarify it's just show up to social events, yeah. Um, because going to a concert, a festival, things where like you're act or a play, things where you're actively just watching something isn't quite a social experience. There could be potential for friendships to grow out of that if you have a group of people that you're going with and then you just take time to discuss it afterwards. Um, I think we're specifically focusing on here, just, like, showing up to social gatherings. Um, I don't know if we should include talking about showing up for friendships specifically for this episode. I feel like we, like, sketched on that, but I feel like we're mostly focusing on groups.
0: I mean, that works for, like, coffee gates and stuff, too. Like, um, it's not appropriate in all environments, but even, like, at school, you know, you might meet someone and and they're cool, and you might say, like, hey, there's this tea place in town. I study on Tuesdays. Like, you want to go study? You know? Like, that's also showing up, that's doing something with someone, and it's active, you'll get to know each other and chat a little bit in between studying. So, just the kind of thing where you're actually going to interact with real people. Like, I would agree that maybe concerts are not, don't fall into that category. That has to be something you really want to do that you've decided beforehand you can handle, because you're not really going to get a lot of social out of that, necessarily.
1: Yeah, I agree. Plus, going to, like, those events where you're just staring at something or events you technically could just do it by yourself if you really wanted to Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so it's that's more all the lines of like showing up for yourself but like showing up if you want to make friends is a different story and a different kind of event that you should be attending um which are the social Mm
0: -hmm. ones yeah maybe that's the point like because you said showing up for yourself is for yourself but maybe it's like show up for other people you know that that's the point because like if you want to make friends with people you have to show up for them not for you and, of course, you want to enjoy yourself, too, but it's like the initial investment is kind of on you.
1: I agree with that completely. It's, uh...
0: Well, we have in our notes, too, like, half the time you won't get anything out of it. I think that's a good point. too. Yes. So another point that we have is, like, half the time or a lot of the time you really won't get anything out of it. You'll, like... Get home from a long day and you'll be exhausted and you don't want to see people and it's horrible, but you're like, I'm going to go anyway. And then you go and you see people and it's horrible and you hate it. And that will happen many times. Um, So when that happens, don't be too discouraged. It's okay to like take a few days off because that was a bad experience. That's fine. But don't like hate everything forever because the truth is there's balance in life. And as much as that happens, nice days happen too. So, you know, put it behind you and then find another time to show up later.
1: I agree with that wholeheartedly. Uh, even in my new city, I've already had that experience. Just, like, go to a dance event, and I would have, like, all these... I, like, came from a rough day of work. I have such high expectations that it'll be, like, the time of my life. I'll make so many new friends. And it was okay. Okay at best, is how I would describe it. I have, like, such a level of disappointment. I'm, like, I really hyped this up in my brain. I thought this was going to be, like, my transformative moment of making a whole new friends and, like, all these things. I guess in those moments, it's really nice to just, like, focus on the little wins mm-hmm. um, from that event. Like, th- like even, like, when I first moved here, like, I, for time periods, like, I, like, had to figure out how to park in downtown. And, like, I, like, got as far as getting to the door of the event. And then I was, like, I don't want to be here anymore. And then, like, turned around and walked back to my car and left. Like, I was just not having it. So, like, instead of beating myself up, like, being, like, you wasted gas on going to this event just to not go. It's kind of like no, like a little win. Like you figured out where to park and how to get to the studio, so when the next time they are hosting an event, you can go. Um, or like even the event that I was t- talking about that was bad. Like I little wins were that I made, grew a little bit closer with people I saw from the previous event. Like I'm starting to familiarize myself with new faces. People are starting to recognize me more often. So, half the times you really won't get anything out of it. You might just feel like this was. But showing it's showing up portion of it, the giving up of the giving up the expectation everything will be amazing all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, will allow those opportunities when you do go to those events and they're absolutely spectacular, so and you make really great friends or like really great moments with friends, like all the more better.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like. Show up because it's the right thing to do, not because it's going to be perfect, because it's not going to be perfect every time. But if you just decide, like, hey, this is a good thing to do, and you do it as much as you can handle, then it will kind of snowball effect, and, and you'll have more friends, and life will be better. And eventually it will be a positive thing, but yeah, don't go into it expecting every time to be like, I made all this effort, and it paid off. It's not always true. And, like, I'll, I, with a similar kind of story to Sens, Um, one time my friend invited... A couple, a few girls. To, she had this big, a big party downtown for her birthday, and my roommate and I were both twenty. So to go, we had to go downtown at like eleven o'clock at night, park in this really annoying spot, and then we had to wait in a super long line because we weren't twenty-one. So you can't just get in quickly. Anyway, so when we went there, it's like eleven and dark, and then traffic was really bad. And for some reason, there was like construction or something, and so we waited for like fifteen minutes just behind the construction. And when we finally got to the building, the security dudes outside were being really obnoxious and making it difficult to park and we looked at each other and we were like oh, you don't want to do this right and i was like "No." so then <laughs> we went home and had a nice time and then gave our friend the birthday gift the next day anyway well, it kind of stinks because in a way like it's a failure but we did make a real effort and like as much as we could we showed up and it's a funny story and she and i had a nice time and the next day we texted our friend and like told her the whole story and that was funny too and you know, it, it honestly, it was good all around. In the moment, it was really frustrating, and it, it felt like showing up wasn't worth anything, but it's one step closer to a good relationship, so.
1: Yes, I am doing a little, like, pumping in the air thing for Sarah, because that's so true. Um, there's time periods where there's like, life will prevent you from showing up. It's not always, like, daisies, runs, and guns, and roses, daisies. What else that's a phrase? Gumdrops and rainbows?
0: Oh, yeah, I think so. Gumdrops and rainbows. So happy things. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. It's not always gumdrop. gumdrops and rainbows. There's time periods where, like, life gets in the way, your emotional state gets in the way, you physically just can't go anymore. um, Or, like, mentally just can't show up. Um, So, like, it's not always, like, I would say always actively try to show up if you can sometimes life will get in the way, like, Sarah's story, and, like, you can't show up anymore, but, like, even, like, Sarah taking the extra step to communicate to her friend, like, hey, I did try to show up, um, but, like, life stopped me from showing up, it's, like, one the one point closer towards friendship with this person, not just, it's better than just, be, you know, straight up bailing, and then first person being, like, um, hello? Like, you guys not want to come for my birthday anymore? Like, cool?
0: Yeah. Epics. Yeah, um, and we were talking about the little wins before, which I'm sure we could talk a whole episode about that, but, like, just a short comment, like, I think that's definitely a good point. Like, the topic of this is show up, and that's definitely very good advice, and, I don't know, me personally, I feel like it sounds really obvious, but it's also something I haven't done a lot, and when I did do it, life got better, so I feel like even though it's obvious, you'll need to hear it. And then, as far as, like, little wins, when you show up, celebrating the little wins, because it won't always be awesome, that's definitely very good advice, and, Personally, that has pretty much been like little wins for me are funny things because I can get real anxious sometimes, especially social environments. And so a little win is like I parked and I put my purse in the trunk because where we used to live, it's not always safe. Um, but I put my purse in the trunk and like got to the front where the guy was and didn't have a panic attack. <laughs> and like that sounds kind of silly, but like, even if I turned back at that point, I still am like that's more than I did last week. And so. There is a kind of like when something feels impossible and then you do it anyway, it's kind of empowering, even if you didn't do everything you wanted to do. And it definitely makes it more and more possible to the next thing. And yeah, you need to start the showing up process because if you don't start it, you'll never get to the point you want to get to.
1: Preach, Sarah. (laughs) I agree. I agree with everything Sarah says, so my agreement is. Like
0: a, we're both brilliant and yeah. never say anything wrong.
1: Yes, we're per- totally perfect people, hundred percent of the time. So we're making a, friendship, a podcast about friendship because, like, our friendship is just you know, our better than everyone else's. Clearly,
0: <laughs> I don't know if our other they friends would appreciate that.
1: No, oh, I think they would actually really hate us. <laughs> we never heard that. They heard that. Um. So should we kind of do our little final thoughts? We need Wait. Sorry.
0: We can jump into the Bible verse mm-hmm. by like uh talking about how we met at church and stuff, so I'll start there so Sam and I have been friends for five years ish so I'm not sure anyway,
1: Going on five years. we've time. known each other for
0: <laughs> for a little bit um, and actually, we made friends because she showed up uh that uh, we had a Bible study group, and she came with her sister and friends sometimes. But she was a regular member, and so many people are not regular members of that kind of thing. It's really hard to organize. Um, but she did come pretty regularly, relatively. And then, just, she came around enough, people really got to know her, which is nice because then when you do come, people are excited to see you and that's very nice. Um, but kind of, on that subject, we wanted to incorporate some Bible verses into here. So, we have one. I'm going to give a little background, though, because it's not directly related. <laughs> um, so, it's talking about um, like, the, the, verse, the verse will be talking about, like, how one person can plant a seed, but another person will water it, and then neither one of them will actually see it develop in the end, and in that same way, like, I think it's a good analogy for, like, showing up in a friendship, because when you create an event or have people over at your house or go to dinner or whatever, and then someone else accepts the invitation and then goes, especially if it's new for them and they don't know what they're doing, and then someone else who's been there for a long time goes and makes that person feel comfortable, and then that person comes back, and then over time you have this group. It's that same, like, each one of you has a different thing, but it's because each one of you showed up, and because each one of you continues to show up over time, that all those relationships continue to exist. So, yes, Bible verse. All right, I'm going to read slowly, which is not something I'm good at. Um, this is in, <laughs> you got this. in First Corinthians 3. I planted the seed, he watered it, but God made it grow. So neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything, but only God who makes things grow. I think that's a good uh, spirit verse for this this topic.
1: Yes. And, like, on that note of that verse, and um, I met Sarah for the first time, like, Sarah's perspective, like, I just kind of appeared. I was one of the people who appeared in her um, Bible study thing in reality, I went to Sarah's Bible study because I was experiencing one of the worst times of my life in terms of friendships. I, at that point in time, realized that I was actually, no. The problem? <laughs> Am I the problem, Sarah? No, I'm never the problem. Not anymore,
0: of course. No. But...
1: Yes. i going through one of my phases of being the problematic friend. Um, but, you know, I will never acknowledge that. I'm perfect in all ways. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I, just, I need, realized I needed a Christian friend group of some sort. Well, I didn't even go into it making friends. I was just like, keep on talking about churches at church. I'll check one out. And I checked out one before and it was not the right fit. Um, And I just like hopped on to Sarah's and I was like, wow, these are actually girls who talk normally. <laughs> Which, if you know anything about Christianese, you know. Um, so, me there was a bunch of group of girls who were talk- who were just normal and they were t- having regular conversations about normal things while I was talking about the bible and I was like this is pretty cool um so like to me I planted my decided to plant the seed in Sarah's bible study thing I didn't know like me and Sarah would become like ends five years later I was just like this is cool she's cool I'll give it a try and I had no expectations going into it and like it led to this friendship um I think it's one of those things of, like, as Sarah was saying, like, give it three tries. Like, I went to her Bible study once, and I was like, I like it. And then, second time around, I brought my sister, and then, like, continuously just kept going and going, because I liked it, and I felt like I was gaining things out of it. Um, Like, that wouldn't have occurred if I just didn't show up in the first place. I could have just, like, like, oh, I'm showing up to event by myself, I'm just gonna not and never had gone, and then me and Sarah would never have been friends, and then we would never be making this podcast. Yeah, Um,
0: And you had to go through the effort of going online and, like, looking up the groups and choosing one and contacting someone. Like It wasn't, like, instant. There were a few steps there.
1: Yeah. Like, me, like, those like, I planted my seed, but, like, the seed, I guess, was originally planted by the church, just saying, like, hey, check out, like, if this church is big, check out the small groups kind of thing. Then I was, like, Okay, and then the watering process began of like researching and then finding Sarah's group eventually and then it continued what happening and I guess it started to grow as they continued going. Like there's a lot of steps that go into it. Um with any given friendship or like just showing up in general, there's that initial interest. And when Sarah was saying like she her interest like her seed planting kinda happens when her friends her friends are like I'm interested in this thing and they invite her to come along. My interest happens from me seeing a random event on Facebook and I'm like that seems cool. Um so like wherever you find that way of planting yourself, like wherever you find that interest, that hobby, that thing you might be interested in, that might be your opportunity to show up. So give it a go.
0: That's a really good conclusion. Like like uh wherever you find yourself whatever direction you find yourself leaning in whatever you find yourself wanting to do like that's the thing you should do (laughs) you'll be motivated to do it showing up won't be quite so much of a struggle so like if you see stuff on facebook that looks interesting go do that if your friends invite you to something and you think hey i like them go do that (laughs) you know like don't do anything dangerous obviously but (laughs) anyway um yeah like wherever you feel yourself naturally leaning that is the best opportunity to go show up at that thing and just hope for the best. You know, hopefully it really will be a nice time and and it'll it'll pay off.
1: I agree. All right. So, should we wrap up our podcast episode?
0: Yes. So like a thank you all for listening. Yeah. So,
1: this is the conclusion of our topic of showing up. Um once again, I am Sen I'm Sari. And you were listening to Lonely People, a friendship podcast. Make sure to come back for our next episode whenever we release it.